0: AM 790 talk and Business presents waterfire ignites Rhode Island with your host Bronwyn Dennenfelzer join Bronwyn to hear about the next water fire event in downtown Providence plus other great cultural events happening in the community now here's your host Bronwyn Dennenfelzer
1: well and hello 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 and welcome to Waterfire ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790 your station for talk and business. I hope that everyone's having a great day. Boy, does it feel like summer out there. It's a little bit humid. And, uh, you know, we're just all getting riled up and prepared over at Waterfire for an incredible July 18th celebration. Um, It's been, gosh, a month whole month since our last water fire, which is to me very strange. I've been a water fire for 10 years and usually, you know, it's not that long in between one fire to another. So I think it's going to be a big one. We've got massive celebrations happening and last week we were uh, gifted with the presence of Gary Furtado from Navigant Credit Union celebrating 100 years. Um, So there's going to be a ring of fire and uh, the other sponsor for the evening is Cox Business, uh, a great, great partner of water fire. Not only Cox Business, but Cox Communications as well. 14 years of sponsorship. Um, That's what we call a loyal partner, not only to Waterfire, but to our community. And we've got a lot of uh, great things happening and some great interviews on the show today. We're going to be talking to Tim Blankenship, who, as everyone knows, Barnaby Evans is usually with me uh, as my co-host. But I am so excited about this because Tim Blankenship, who is our social Media guru, our website guru. He's got a proper title, the interactive media manager, but I think he really does a little bit of it all and he creates all these fun things that are going to be happening at Waterfire. So, hello, Tim.
0: Hey, glad to be here.
1: Yeah, well, thanks yeah. for getting out of the office. I know that you, like, work. Almost 24-7. I, you're in the office at like 9 o'clock at night, really trying to keep up with everything. That's what, Facebook, Twitter? Yeah,
0: there's a lot, of, a lot of late hours, and there's a lot going on. And like you said, we're coming back after a bit of a break. And um, I think that's really exciting because these breaks, they give us plenty of time to think up uh, all kinds of neat new things that we can bring to our audience at our events.
1: Well, and I know you're always doing neat new things. One, you've expanded our Facebook page to
0: how many fans? Uh, we're closing in at uh 75,000. 75,000. That's a pretty yeah. good number, isn't it? Um to- I'm happy with it. Well- um <laughs> it's grown a lot. I've been I've been um managing that full-time now for about 3 years and when I started we were we're just under 30,000. Um so yeah, I'm definitely very happy with uh where we've where we been and where we're going and and what we've been able to do.
1: And you are like the tweeting Twitter man for WaterFire. I know that. And then I also know, and we're going to talk about this a little bit um, later on in the show, but you've created these wonderful, not only fundraising campaigns, you know, when we needed to get a truck and then we needed to get a forklift, but you've created a lot of fun interactive um, activities because so many people are following us all the time. Um, So I think that, you know, we're going to talk about what's happening with this scavenger hunt on Instagram, which is brand new, and it's kind of like your baby that you're bringing to everybody at Waterfire so we can involve the community, right?
0: Yeah, this is uh, the first time we've done something like this, and um, this uh, I have two interns uh, this summer that have been really great. Uh, One is uh, from um, Providence College, and the other is at uh, Fairfield University in Connecticut, and I sort of gave them the assignment to come up with something fun that we can do on Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, they brought this idea to me of doing a scavenger hunt that's all done through social media, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's definitely I don't been talk fun too to much it. about it because, okay. hey, we
1: gotta, we gotta really right. gotta, I'm going to be peeling it out of you a little bit later right. on in the Certainly. program. And we've also got one, and I'm so glad you're here as well because... We've got our incredible sponsor. Um, we've got, actually, Dan Anolf, who is coming as the Director of Communications uh, for Cox Communications and Cox Business. We've also, I think, will be joined by Suzette Roberts pretty soon, uh, maybe after the break, and talking about, you know, why WaterFire, why such a long-standing commitment to WaterFire, what we're expecting this weekend at WaterFire, but even more so, I don't think people are aware of all of the different initiatives that Cox um, has, whether it is community-oriented or, you know, even in the business side of things. They're really coming up with incredible solutions, um, and they've got a lot of wonderful programs. So we'll be talking to Dana about that in just a second. We'll introduce her. And also, of course, you know, we've got Spaga Hash. And I don't know if many people know who Spaga is, but if you've been down to WaterFire. And, you know, he's now comes in maybe for four or five times throughout the season and we've got incredible fire spinners all around. But Spaga you cannot miss. He's the man without the shirt and those fire pants. And he's got the very long ponytail and the bald head, and he's been with us forever. And he is probably one of the most amazing fire spinners and musicians and artists that I know. And right now, the reason that he hasn't been at Water Fire is because he uh, moved down to New Orleans. And so he's playing music on Bourbon Street, which is pretty crazy. And he was nice enough to, uh, when I called him up today, to say that he would uh get out of his gig for 15 minutes and talk to us from, you know, Nolo, which is really nice. And, uh, so we'll be able to hear what's going on with Spaga because he'll be here this weekend with us. And I think he's got some really special things that he's going to be doing this weekend. But, you know, back to, uh, our guests. Dana, how are you? Terrific, Bronwyn. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, glad to have you here and glad, you know, so proud to be able to call Cox Communications and Cox Business. So, Cox Business is really the sponsor of this fire, and Cox Communications, for anyone who doesn't know, is also one of our very large media partners at Water, Fire, and a season sponsor. So it's kind of, you know, so it's Cox Communications the big umbrella, and then Cox Business is a division of Cox Communications. Can you explain a little bit more what Cox Business is? Cox Business, we have residential
2: mm-hmm. and business, and that's probably the easiest way to divide the company up. Um, Cox Business is proud to have been a seasoned sponsor for WaterFire for the past 14 years, and we're really looking forward to being there on the weekend on July 18th for co-sponsoring that full lighting you've got going on. We're also going to be hosting over 200 customers and guests at a private hospitality
1: event. Well. And I, I've seen that Cox Communications Hospitality event, and you guys are always jam-packed with just great people because you'll see me sliding in and out of there. Um, but, you know, I, I guess the question is, for 14 years, um, why Waterfire? Is there, is there something about the feeling that you get when you're at Waterfire or that your clients, that you hear like their experience? That What is it about Waterfire that makes you keep on coming back? Well, Waterfire
2: is truly a unique arts experience you can't duplicate any place else. And we're proud to be um, tied into such a wonderful event. Um, We really care about investing in the city of Providence and doing all sorts of things, whether it's um, creating Wi-Fi hotspots or doing things um, for the Boys and Girls Club or dealing with um, water fire. We just really care about where we are.
1: So talking about Wi-Fi hotspots, I know that um, there's one in Kennedy Plaza. I am not so well-versed in this. Tim might be even more well-versed in the Wi-Fi hotspots. And really what that means, does that mean that it's Cox customers that... Are able to access the Wi-Fi hotspots, or is it anybody? How does that work? Well, the Cox Wi-Fi in
2: Providence, which is at Kennedy Plaza, mm-hmm. um, provides high-speed internet customers access to internet on the go at no additional charge, and it's part of a nationwide network mm-hmm. of over uh, 400,000 cable Wi-Fi hotspots in cities like Boston, New York, San Francisco, and we're proud to say Providence too.
1: Very nice, and I I know I heard it like a. All right, I'm, I'm really good at keeping a secret, so I'm not going to say the secret. But I heard that you're actually going to be um, unveiling a new hot spot in a hot city uh, here in our lovely state of Rhode Island. When does that happen? That happens tomorrow afternoon. Yes, so we're spreading the hot spot zones throughout Rhode Island, and step two is tomorrow. That's see another community service that you're doing there. And talking about community service, um, you know, again, I know that. WaterFire community event uh, that we really fit into your your giving schedule and what you do. But can you tell us a little bit about some of the focuses and some of the things that Cox is doing in the community besides WaterFire? Because I know it's large and that you have a lot of different initiatives and you give a lot of money. Isn't so much the two to five million or over the past few years?
2: Yep. Since two thousand one Cox has invested more than five point six million dollars in grants and in kind support to more than hundred and thirty organizations throughout Rhode Island and Connecticut, which is part of our
1: Northeast region. That is that's a lot of support. And especially here in Rhode Island, there are so many different groups and so many great causes that I find that you know, one sometimes it's very hard for if you're a small group to get some funding um, and there's a lot of competition for that. So when companies like Cox who are so large here are actually giving back to the community and helping to lift us up that's great and I think um, I think it was you that was that was saying to me that it's also that you're looking to not only lift people up but also lift people up and help with the economy in Rhode Island to help bring everybody up so even as you're working with um, some of these other organizations it's how do those organizations? helped to lift the economy in Rhode Island, and uh, one of the things that Barnaby and I always repeat over and over again is that the arts community has such an incredible, um, you know, uh, effect on in on our Rhode Island state economy, and that's really one of one of the things that you look to do, right? Yes, um, we we participate in
2: board. Boards. We help um, children. Our sort of our focus point for our corporate social responsibility, responsibility. Sorry, is uh, middle school students and STEM, science, technology, education, and math. Mm -hmm. And one of those areas that we try to help, not just middle school students, but anybody who's K through 12, is a program called Connect to Compete. And Connect to Compete is a really a a hopefully a helpful part of uh, child education in the future that gets households who don't have the internet, the internet
1: at a very low cost. That is so important because computers and, yeah, I mean.
3: Yeah, it's
0: it's definitely, I mean, if you, in this day and age, if, if you're trying to do your homework even, I'm sure that there's kids, if they don't have that computer at home, there it's such a disadvantage.
2: You're so right Tim, especially because you can say that kids can go to the library, but the library may close at a certain hour or kids mm-hmm. might be able to work at school, but the school building's going to close at a certain hour and we know homework has to happen, you know, n- at non-traditional hours. So yeah. being able to do that from home and making everybody have the ability
1: to be on a computer is key. And yeah. I, You know what's really great about this? So I, I was reading about it, and so in order to be eligible for this, you have to have at least one child eligible for the free lunches through the National School Lunch Program. Um, you have not subscribed to Cox High Speed Internet Services within the last 90 days, uh, which I would imagine if they don't have Internet that they probably haven't. And you have no outstanding bills um, or unreturned equipment to Cox, but what a service, again, for those who don't have access to these very, very important tools that we need to get our children really up to speed, um, especially those who are underserved or underprivileged. Um, I'm looking forward to talking more about not only this program, but some of your others. We're speaking with Dana Nolf. or Dana Nolf. Dana, Dana like banana, Dana Nolf, um, from Cox Communications about really everything that they're doing in this community. Um, very, very proud to call you our partner and part of the Waterfire family. You are listening to AM790, your station for talk and business in Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island. When we come back a little bit more with Cox, and then after that, as we said, we're talking all about scavenger hunts and social media, and then talking to our friend who's down in, well, you know, New Orleans on Bourbon Street. Welcome back. You are listening to Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for Talk and Business. And we are getting all geared up for this Saturday, July 18th. After one long month of no water fire, we are coming back, and we're coming back strong from now on and from July 18th on to October 3rd, believe it or not. Actually, September 26th. Yeah. Not, we go up. Every other week. So it's going to be bang, 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 some of the biggest fires. And we're kicking off this stretch with not only Navigant Credit Union and their 100th anniversary, but also Cox Business, a long-standing supporter of WaterFire. And we've just been having a great conversation with Dana Nolf. Uh, Dana, thanks again for joining us. And, you know, we were talking about what um, Cox does in our community, and it's really a lot more than I think people are even aware of. And we were speaking about this great... Um, new program that you have called connect to compete and i also before we get back to uh you dana i want to invite and we had already talked about this suzette roberts how are you
3: I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you?
1: I'm great. I'm so glad you can join us because there's some other things that I've been learning about Cox business and you know some of the initiatives that you have. Which I'm so looking forward to our audience knowing what it is that you're doing. But I'm gonna go back and just first talk to Dan a little bit more about the community support and this Connect to Compete. Again, if you're just joining us now, what that is is um Dana, do you wanna take it from here and explain it one more time for people in a nutshell?
2: Certainly. Um Connect to Compete is a program that that gets high-speed, low-cost Internet into homes that do not have it uh, for students K through 12, for families that have at least one eligible child who is in the National School Lunch Program.
1: I think, you know, and again, Tim Blankenship, who's here and my co-host for today, um, and our social media guru, uh, so he knows a lot about computers. We are both just saying that it is absolutely crucial, especially with the way that kids are learning right now and how things are changing in the classroom, and especially just in the world in general.
0: Yeah, I can imagine just that so much, uh, you know... Research that needs to go on, and that you know i 'm sure some of these schools are even using uh, online methods for disseminating homework for submitting homework for taking tests and i I can imagine just how important this program is for a lot of a lot of families with young kids these days,
1: yeah, so what an incredible resource and now. I know that there's, again, when you talked about it, I'm just going to hit them one more time. What Who's eligible, unless you'd like to do it? Dana? Um,
2: either way, uh, as I said, one child who is on the free school lunch program, uh, who has not subscribed to Cox High Speed Internet within the last 90 days and would have no outstanding bills, or unreturned equipment with Cox, but we shouldn't just think about it for the kids, which it really is, but think about it for the whole family, because mm-hmm. you could do job searches you might not have that ability Excellent to do. Point. You could yeah. send emails to stay in touch with family, so Pay your it's bills. really yeah. about learning, but there are so many other things that are really important when we think about having a computer
1: in the home. I'm glad you brought that up because I had my mind set on children for some reason. And, I, and what a great, you know, as people are job hunting and job searching right now, that the, a lot of people only take your resume through an Internet portal these days, and you've got to send it that way, um, and then they kind of weave through things. So what a wonderful uh, point. And I know 9.95 a month for people who qualify. So, again, Cox helping to make things accessible um, to our entire community Reminds me of Waterfire. You sponsor Waterfire. We make something accessible to the entire community. So mm-hmm. even if you don't have any money, you can come down with your family and enjoy a really beautiful night. And that mm-hmm. only happens when people like Hawks step up to the plate and say, well, This is important to us, and then we want to make sure that people have what they need, not only. You know, for work and whether it's the, on the computer side of things and Wi Fi, but also when it comes to that social aspect and that spiritual aspect of and, and enjoyment and fun. So, and you guys are a fun bunch. We, I said, we try to be. I've been working with you for a long time. I know the whole group. You guys are a blast. Okay.
2: So, if you're eligible or you think you're eligible, we'd love you to visit Connect to Compete, to being the number two. So, connect number two, compete.org backslash Cox or by calling
1: 1-855-222-3252. Yeah, you know what, Tim, when we go back to the office, can we put that on
2: the website? Yeah, we can
0: definitely put these up on our website, and we'll have all the links from everything we talked about today up there. Thanks. We want
2: to help as many people as we can.
1: Exactly. And, again, I know that you're giving to a lot of different organizations. Um, I have the Boys and Girls Club, Center for Dynamic Learning, um, a crusade in Rhode Island. So as you look at that, what would you say the underlying mission of Cox Business is as you go and you look at what you're going to support in the community? Is it education or accessibility?
3: Um, I would say it's all of those things. Uh, We definitely try to support our customers, too, so that we're giving back to the customers that support us. Um, And then it is the accessibility, too, making sure that everybody has access to um, Internet and voice and video services, that they need.
1: Yeah, and everything seems to be moving so quickly. So when I look yes. at Cox Business, and well, I mean, now there's home security systems, right, where you I could check on my dog if I wanted to? And
3: yeah, it's actually um, Cox Business Security Solutions. So kind of like our home service, it's a service for businesses, and it's uh, a little, you know, more souped up for, mm-hmm. for business class, but basically it offers uh, detection services 24 seven detection services, which provides alerts to let you know if someone's entered your business or um, if you just want to keep tabs on who's coming and going. And then there's also um, high-definition surveillance cameras, too. So you can, um, you know, check in visually on the business and Mm -hmm. then also capture that and record that video for future use. And, yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah. And I think because I don't know how much security systems cost, but to be able to have that at uh, the touch of your fingers to me sounds like that's something that's really important, especially if you need to respond very quickly.
3: Absolutely. And for a business owner, it's, um, our solution is, is unique and very affordable because they don't have to necessarily invest in all this equipment and then worry about upgrades and things like that. Um, the equipment is leased from us mm-hmm. and then we support the service from a technical standpoint. And ongoing upgrades to the software and the equipment going forward we we would change that out as as needed. so it 's a very affordable solution, and then the accessibility is either through their smartphone or their laptop or uh, tablet, so it it just makes uh, you don 't have to be at your business twenty four seven now to to know that it 's protected
1: and that's that 's got to be a good feeling
3: absolutely. <laughs> and,
1: and I also know you know th- I was reading this on your website, believe it or not, about the conservation means innovation at Cox. And I did not know how eco-friendly and environmentally friendly and that this is just such a big thing that um, our initiative at Cox.
2: Cox is a very green company um, all the way down to our cafeteria where we individually, when we're done with lunch, we sort our trash. And there are signs above each trash bin that the forks go here and the plates go there and the the plastic that can't be recycled goes in this other place. Even the coffee that we drink, our pods are green and recyclable Mm -hmm. and compostable. And it was deliberately chosen so
1: that we could be as green as possible. Yeah, and I I read, what, 90% of network operations vehicles use, um, they utilize a hybrid operating system with zero emissions. Correct. There seems to be just really something that really ties together as we look at Cox, their, um, again, commitment to our community, but also to our world, trying to make things better, faster easier and more accessible for people, and certainly we are very uh, glad to have you as part of the Water Fire family. Suzette, is there anything that you just would like to close out with about Cox's business that we should
3: all know about quick little absolutely I would love to mention our uh, Get Started Rhode Island event it's uh, our third annual event and it's a way that we are recognizing local entrepreneurs it's kind of like if you think of Shark Tank it's our version of Shark Tank and basically what we're doing right now is inviting local entrepreneurs to register to pitch their business Uh, we'll select a five to six finalists to compete Mm -hmm. in an event that happens September 24th at Harbor Lights in Warwick um, so right now they can go to our website, which is coxblue.com uh, slash getstartedri, mm-hmm. and they can either register their businesses. It's a very simple process, and just uh, um, let us know a little bit more about them, or they could register to attend the event.
1: And is there a deadline for these registrations? Yes.
3: Ideally, we'd like them to register um, by the end of July. All right. So yes. what
1: we'll, we'll do again is we'll put a link to that on the website because $10,000 really helps somebody.
3: Absolutely, yeah.
1: All right, so we'll be back in a little while. Ladies, I want to thank you so much for joining us and for helping Waterfire.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you.
1: And hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790, your station for talk and business. We are getting all geared up. For the July 18th Full Water Fire Lighting after one month of no lightings. And we've got a lot of great stuff uh, happening. We've got Navigant Credit Union and their 100th universe, uh, anniversary. We also have Cox Business, which we were just talking to them about some of their community initiatives and what they're doing. But Cox Business is doing something really cool. I'm sitting here, by the way, with my co-host... Tim Blankenship, our social media website guru, interactive media manager at Waterfire, he really just does it all. And so, what we were talking about last, uh, before our Cox guest left us, and I just want to come back to it because it's just really neat, is, Tim, how cool is it to have like a Shark Tank type competition for tech groups where they can win 10,000?
0: It's very cool. And if you don't, if you're listening and you don't actually know what Shark Tank is, it's, it's like, uh, American Idol, but it's for people who are trying to start businesses, and it's a great opportunity for uh, local entrepreneurs to meet um, uh, potential funders and get the ideas for their business out in in sort of a panel competition.
1: Yeah, and I think that not only do they win, what, $10,000? Yeah, they win
0: $10,000, and um, they get, uh, they have... um, donations as far as equipment and stuff to help them get the business started um, from some of the sponsors of the events.
1: Because, you know, I, I wonder, I know that um, before you even became the our media guru and our social media guru, that you had uh, been working on something called, what was it, the Daily Dose, a blog? That- yeah,
0: Providence Daily Dose. Um, it was... Um, a, a local news blog and um we, we never really got into it um for the idea of it being a huge business but it was definitely a a sort of entrepreneurial effort and um it continues and it's uh what does it highlight Tim? Uh we're talking about um you know local news and events and you know some of the smaller stuff um that might sort of go under under the radar. Um you know rock shows, uh you know restaurant openings, um, smaller events, bar-type events, uh, as well as, you know, um, sort of progressive news and uh, that kind of thing. And um, so we started in 2007 uh, with a few friends of mine, and uh, we've been going ever since.
1: And And it has this love for technology and social media and writing and really kind of communicating through this medium. Has that? Have you been like that since you were a little kid? Has it always been with you, or is it something that you kind of grew into?
0: Um yeah I've I've been a huge nerd my whole life and uh you know I was lucky and we had a computer in the house when I was growing up and I just sort of was attracted to it as as a as a creative outlet and um uh you know I went on from there and I went to study graphic design in college and um you know Providence Daily Dose I got involved because people had an idea and they said, "Oh Tim, can you do your thing with the technology and help us get this out into the real world and I could and I did and sort of the same thing that I'm doing here at Waterfire now is just helping everyone communicate uh, their ideas as best as possible
1: yeah, and I know that you, as we had spoken about in the beginning of the show, you've really increased our Facebook um, population, I would say, and having people talk back and forth to each other, and you really seem to know how often to actually send out posts and what to send out that's appropriate. Is, is that yeah, kind of more I mean, like a live and learn,
0: or? It was definitely a live and learn type of situation. Um, you know, I've been doing it at Waterfire full-time for about three years, and um you know it takes a while to sort of figure out the frequency and you know we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on instagram uh pinterest and so all these different networks they definitely have uh um different best practices that you have to be in touch with and they all have different ways of you can monitor and measure and see how effective you're doing but i mean just for us as an arts group it's it's the most immediate way to communicate directly um you know, aside from face-to-face interactions that happen in the real world, it's it's the easiest way uh, for us to sort of interact directly with our audience and let them know what's going on and listen to their feedback and, um, you know, sh- share their experiences. And Waterfire is such a huge event that it's sometimes difficult to take it all in at once. But through through Facebook and through our photography group, we can definitely let people know Um all the things that they're missing or all the things that they can anticipate seeing uh, at each event.
1: And essentially, now, this is, it, it, again, it kind of looks like this is the way that people are moving, especially as we look at millennials and anybody now growing up. Everybody's on their phone all the time, and that's how they're getting information and communicating very quickly with each other. And So I, I'm...
0: Guessing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's one of the, one of the, I don't know, I don't really feel it's a downside, but it's one of the parts of my job is that I have to be constantly tuned in to, you know, to what I'm saying. And a lot of what I'm doing is sort of customer service related. So people have questions or they have concerns or they just, you know, want to know, you know, when, you know, that's the biggest question is when's the next water fire. And I can just go and say, okay, well, here, let me show you. And I can get them the answer they're looking for right away. And it's definitely um I don't think we would we would be as effective as we are at, at- producing our events without these tools. To are getting out. the
1: messages out. Now, for instance, um, I mean, it, we're doing Clear Currents on August 15th, right, which mm-hmm. is when we have the, the public, we invite the public to join us, and uh, we mount the big, beautiful Japanese, the illuminated Japanese koi fish and those canoes and kayaks. Super successful event. A lot of people. We still um, we still have some spaces open, uh, but you really should sign up sooner rather than later for August 15th if you'd like to. But yeah. How did you get the, there's a t shirt contest too, right?
0: There is a t shirt contest. So if you don't know, this is the event, um, we invite, uh, sort of, um, the kayaking or the canoeing community to come join us and participate in the event. And, um, you know, we call it, uh, you know, helping us create the art and, um, We've been doing this for a few years uh, with the Illuminated Fish on the kayaks, and we every year all the participants who register get a uh, really cool free limited edition T-shirt. And this year we decided um, let's take it one more step and get the community involved even a little bit more, and let's have a, a contest to design this year's T-shirt.
1: That's great. I mean, we've got so many awesome artists in Rhode Yeah, Rhode Island.
0: there's so many creative people in in this state. You know, we from RISD students to, to people who have been working in the community for years. So um, we've got uh, quite a few submissions already, but it's still open. The deadline for submissions on the T-shirt contest is uh, August 1st. So on our website, uh, waterfire.org slash T-shirt contest, um, you can pull that up. You can find all the uh, application forms and info about the shirts.
1: So that's another thing that you've that mm-hmm. we've been able to get out there and um, get the word out mm-hmm. about for um, August 15th, again, using your social media skills yeah, and really definitely. kind of using um, everything that you're great at with interacting with people. But I'm really excited about this Instagram. No, all right, I'm going to... Really sound dumb right now I don't know what Instagram is At the most, For the most part It's not on my phone so I don't take pictures of myself What is this scavenger hunt that we're about to Witness okay. at
0: Waterfire So Instagram um, is One of the newer networks One of the newer social networks And it's all about um, Photographs And sharing photographs And um, So we came up with this idea For the scavenger hunt and uh, we um, will be, uh, if you follow us, WaterFireProv on Instagram, um, you can follow along throughout the day on the 18th. And we'll be posting a series of clues. I think there are 13 or 14 clues in total. And the idea is to figure out the aspect of the event that we're talking about, uh, take a photo and You share. take a
1: photo of yourself, like at uh, that
0: space? Yeah, there's some of them are where we're asking you um you know meet someone new and take a selfie too, so there's some you know <laughs> somewhere where we're directing you to take a selfie and some we're directing you to take photos of parts of the event and we have some where we're um directing you to you know for instance uh share a video of brazier being lit so there's all sorts of different things and I think uh if you follow along, you'll probably get to see some of the parts of the event that you might not have necessarily even. Uh, known about to begin
1: with. Well, you know, we're going to have to take a quick break, Tim, but when we come back, we'll talk. Well, we're probably going to talk to Spaga for just a couple of minutes because, again, he's taking a break
0: yeah.
1: um, from Bourbon Street and his performance there. But then, then we'll come back and let's finish talking about the scavenger hunt what time it starts, who can participate. Uh, everyone can participate, and I think there's some prizes.
0: There are some prizes.
1: All right. So we will be right back. You are listening to AM 790, your station for talking and business and water fire ignites Rhode Island getting ready for July 18th. 16th. Huge, huge lighting. Hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Water, Fire, Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talk and business. And a very large thank you. We are underwritten by National Grid, um, our large sponsor, and we could not be here if it wasn't for them. And we are also sponsored in part by Lifetime Medical. Um, so very much a big thank you to those sponsors that allow us to be here talking to you and uh, bringing you behind the scenes, letting you know what's happening, especially for this upcoming July 18th. So we've been here talking to Tim Blanken. Uh, from Waterfire. He is our media guru and the creator, along with uh, some interns that he's been working with, of this incredible Instagram scavenger hunt at Waterfire, which, Tim, you were just wrapping up saying the scavenger hunt, not only is it fun, but it's also going to allow people to see, you know, Waterfire is so vast that some people, I, I swear when I've talked to them, they've never been beyond the basin area, so they have no idea what's down in Starry, Starry Night or What's happening in Memorial Park? Is this going to help kind of bring people all around?
0: Yeah, this will take you throughout the whole installation. And, um, you know, uh, one of the things people always ask is, is, where's the best place to watch from? And the, the answer is there is no best place, and you're supposed to get up and explore. And, and so doing this uh, will definitely get you out and exploring.
1: Yeah, and um, is there a certain time that this is going to kick
0: off? Uh, this is going to kick off uh, around 5 shortly before lighting, um, so if you if you just have to follow us, uh, again, we're at WaterFireProv on Instagram, and, and the clues will be coming um, throughout the night, so between 5 and 8, we should have all the clues already posted, and you only have to get... Uh, you could solve 10 of them, and we have some really fun prizes um, to give out, so just stop by. We're on Canal Street uh, near the March Tent at the event, and... Um, We'll have some clue sheets for you, and... uh as well as that, that'll that be a place where you can wrap it up and you can get you can get your prizes at the end of the night when you've successfully completed the scavenger hunt.
1: And are any of these kind of, like, time-specific? I mean, because there's certain things that are happening. Like, we know there's a ring of fire and stuff like that. What happens if you get down late, and is that why you only have to do ten clues out of a, a bunch of them? Um, or? There,
0: there are a couple related to the lighting. Um, so if you miss that, uh, you're still definitely uh, in the running to win the prizes. And... Uh, we have we have dozens of prizes to give out, so you know don't worry if you get there late. Um, we're down there until 10:30 or 11 o'clock at night, so if you get there late, you should still be able to have a lot of fun and and win a cool prize.
1: And right, help me out here. So when somebody comes and all right, so I'm gonna play the scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. right? I learn how to work Instagram, and let's just say i finished. I've got done all my photos. I'm connected to the WaterFire Instagram site. Are all my photos going up on the WaterFire website or on our Instagram account so that everybody can see them? Or how um, does that work? Yeah,
0: we'll be we'll be probably um, we're using a, a hashtag. It's uh, hashtag WFInstahunt July 18th. Um, and so we'll be sharing photos from that throughout the night, and then probably uh, the following week we'll be putting together a collection of some of the people's best photographs from the night.
1: Yeah, and very quickly, Tim, so this is just one initiative. Mm-hmm. Do you have other things kind of that are brewing, like, in, for the future? Because we've got all these different fires coming up in front of us that we're going to be using our social media, at Water Fire, whether it's tweeting or...
0: Yeah, we definitely, we, we try and come up with something new every event, and so we're, we're talking about some... Um, some gatherings, some meetups for photographers. Um, we're, we're really pushing trying to expand our presence on Instagram. So we we're, we're definitely trying to reach out and get as many of the, the Instagrammers here in Providence as followed as possible.
1: Yeah, and you know, so talking about, you know, again, July 18th coming up. By the way, I think our friend Spog is still playing his set down on Bourbon Street because we've been unable to catch him. So maybe we're yeah. just going to have to catch him next week sure. after he's done this performance and we can maybe, see what maybe he's maybe up he'll to. he'll finish
0: his guitar solo by then.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of other things that are happening. So July 18th, um, gosh, what time sunset, Tim, on July 18th? you know
0: uh, sunset I believe is eight eight twenty five or so, so I believe that puts our lighting time around eight forty
1: five all right, so perfect, so you know a lot of people we keep trying to reinforce this late, I mean, because it's summertime when we start after sunset, it's a it's a late start time for the lighting, but there's always things happening before, from the Arts Festival Plaza, now you've got the Scavenger Hunt that'll be mm-hmm. kicking off beforehand. Um, but even before that, we got to really pay some attention to our community partners, and I know that Lanny Stack reached out to you from RISD. Yes. What is it exactly that they're doing? Um, because it's something that families and people can go see before Waterfire starts.
0: Yeah, they have a really cool sort of interactive art exhibit exhibit uh saturday from four to eight at the reese museum it's called uh design the night it's elemental and um it's got some hands-on sort of art making for kids and adults uh there's live music and there's a lot of fun stuff and it's really it's a great way to sort of get your get your creative juices flowing and then you can just segue right into all of the awesome art stuff that we have at waterfire
1: yeah, and I, and they again, as you said, live music. That's going to be wrapping things up. So if you really want to make a day of it, come on in for a staycation. Come visit us on July 18th. Actually, and also, you know what? Remember, it's Restaurant Week this mm-hmm. week. So people should go to goprovidence.com. Check out the great deals for the phenomenal restaurants here in Rhode Island. We really hope to see you all down by the river on July 18th. Scavenger hunts. All of our favorite characters. Michael Grando. Spaga is back. And I can't just, you know, I'm just so excited. We're about to kick it off. And, Tim, thanks for coming in and being my co-host today.
0: Well, thanks for having me. It was, it was a lot of fun.
1: And thank you to all of our listeners out there. We will be back with you next week from 4 to 5 on AM 790, your station for Talk and Business. And a very special thank you to our producer, Brett Ferruccio. He puts up with us. Bye.